Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Hey, Jake. Yes, sir. Did you know it is our anniversary month? How long have we been married? (laughs) No, the show. Oh. Yes. Yeah, I did know The that, show's actually. anniversary. We are turning six years old, and to celebrate that- We're going to first grade. We're <laughs> close. We're giving a discount on our Patreon. If you join the year-long subscription to the Patreon, you can get 15% off during the month of May. You can find out everything about our Patreon at patreon.com slash thecritshow, but all tiers for the month of May are 15% off when you sign up for the annual membership. Is that as exciting as first grade? You know, now that I'm kind of remembering back to first grade, that's far better than first grade. The Crit Show contains elements of horror, fantasy violence, and adult language. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. I was here like an hour and a half early for recording today because I was doing an interview and it was very short compared to what we thought it was going to be. And so I sat down to play uh, some more Power Wash Simulator. Nice. You know what my favorite fantasy thing about Power Wash Simulator is? How clean everything gets. Owning appliances and (laughs) tools. Owning and having the mental capacity and time and will to, to clean things spotless. It's that I love that there's like rust on this car. And you blast it with high pressure water, and what is underneath that rust is clean metal, Beautiful. as opposed to a hole, <laughs> <laughs> as opposed to nothing. <laughs> that is pretty good. Yeah, I just I watched a video the other day about. Uh, do you guys get those like old shitty thing restoration videos, oh, yeah. like on your social mm-hmm. media feeds? Mm-hmm. I watched a video no. of some dude breaking down. Really? Like somebody oh, no. like finding an old sword and like restoring it. Mine's mostly just cat videos. That's, yeah. Finding an old cat and restoring it? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a good one where How it's like- How did you know the hook of the next mystery? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've seen uh, one that's like an old toy truck, and it just is completely dismantled and like cleaned and repainted and put together. It's so good. But I, I saw a dude breaking down that like tons of people fake these now. Mm. So What? People lie on the internet unacceptable. Yeah, exactly, because it gets a million views and breaking down like the two different ways to fake it, which are like one, they like paint a thing up, like they literally, you know, Hollywood style, oh. make it look damaged so that they can then remove the damage. Or two, they take a perfectly good version of it and they just put it in the conditions that will make it shitty a lot faster so that it gets shitty and then they can restore it. As opposed to like the real version where you find something on the bottom of a river that's been there for a hundred years and fix it. But I thought it was really interesting because like talking about like forcing the parts that rust and like how you can tell, you know, if the insides aren't rusted, they probably just did this suddenly because like water didn't have time to get there and stuff. I saw one where someone used a whole bottle of Elmer's glue to clean their keyboard, which took a lot of time and didn't seem to get it very clean compared to like a canister of compressed air. 
Yeah, they make uh, like a putty for them. Yeah. You just silly putty that. Seems like a and waste of glue. it was like glue. a three-part video. Like It was a lot of glue Step time. Step one, buy the glue. It was just see you, see you in the next episode. between all the keys and it was... Yeah. Well, I think that video was a success because you watched all three parts of it. I didn't. <laughs> no, I refused. So you don't know how it ends. I watched the beginning. You jumped to episode three, saw the end. Everything's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> all the keys come out. <laughs> They're fighting a bear. It's, it's a complicated process. Well, because you missed all the story that happened in episode two. That's fair. That's on me. Episode two, they went to the Feywild. That's when they get into the lore. I didn't realize that the glue in the keyboard was episodic. Oh, yeah. Um, So, Halloween is upon us soon. Uh, So, we're going to have our spooky, our annual (laughs) Halloween costume contest. Uh, So, you can submit your photos of your Halloween costume to us by Friday, November the 4th. You can submit those either on Twitter and tag us at The Crit Show, or you can send them to the cast at thecritshowpodcast.com, and we will enter your name into a drawing for one of three spooky boxes. <laughs> now, what makes these boxes spooky? They're full of ghosts. <laughs> Something evil was buried in one of them. Um, the stuff that we, we're going to do, it's a... Uh, you know, it's a it's a prize box. We're all gonna add to it, but it's gonna be nice, spooky. It's Halloweeny. Yeah, I'm gonna put it. You're in. a Halloweeny. Hey, you uh, be nice. I'm gonna curse one of them. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm gonna put Fuck Gwyneth you, Paltrow's <laughs> head in it. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> you know, Gwyneth Paltrow stri- strikes me as the litigious type, so maybe <laughs> maybe we just immediately rescind that particular threat. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big fan of the show, Ms. Paltrow. We will take your name, put it into a drawing. We'll draw three winners at random. And if your costume is related to the show or you get like the logo in there someplace, man, we'll put your dang old name in twice. Woo! And as we are into this month of September, we want to take a moment uh, that I didn't get to take last week uh, to thank our new patrons, Andrew, Captain Bowlegs, Alan Yond, Nicholas Durbin, Dorky Butts, Addie Erlin, Paramati, and Rachel Bison. Uh, so thank you to all of the new patrons who joined us, and thank you to all of the patrons who join us every month. You can find everything about our Patreon over at patreon.com slash thecritshow. Uh, and just as a reminder, this is the month if you would like to get in on the t-shirt or swag cycle to sign up for those to make sure that you get yours in the mail come December. Uh, and then lastly, on Wednesday, September 21st, for those of you who have joined us on streams on Wednesday, uh, Tass has been doing Dead by Daylight and some other games, and we have been joined by our buddy uh, Jay Game Z, who is a streamer, and he hates scary things, but he plays with us. He's a good sport about it. You can join the stream and hear him screaming uh, nonstop, really, as we play these games. <laughs> and he had mentioned that he had never been to a haunted house. And everyone in chat was like, you should go. We would love to see you go to a haunted house. And he jokingly said, oh, yeah, you guys do a subathon. And if we hit a certain goal, you can take me to a haunted house. Oh, he messed up so bad. He did, because we got invited to a haunted house, the crit show, to review it and talk about it. (laughs) And so we're going to do a subathon on Wednesday, September the 21st. It's going to be from 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern. We're going to be playing spooky games all day. Joe is going to join us towards the end of the stream to see if we pass the sub goal. And if we do, we're going to take him with us to this haunted house, put a GoPro on him, and uh, have it facing him so you can see his reactions. (laughs) So beautiful. Yeah. And it's also in conjunction with 
September, uh, which means that all of the um, subs on Twitch uh, are at a discount this month. So sexy. My mind went in a different place ah, for September. <laughs> September. And Domtober. I love the holiday season. <laughs> <laughs> Tass, you have been walking in relative darkness for a while. You finally come to a very nice, polished piece of metal. On it are etched ten runes. I think I take out my thermal knife and just start cutting through all of those symbols. And as you do, there's just a faint shift in the quality of the air. Like, you know what it feels like when magic breaks. All right, well, we know where Tass was last spotted, so the bad news is that now we know Dion, he went back through the vents, presumably Kim back towards the radio room? Yeah. Is the hallway Dion free? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> How are you going to find out? I'm going to take a step off the elevator, and I feel like I'll learn pretty quickly whether or not the hallway is Dion free. I think we don't know if he can see in the dark, and uh-huh. we know that we can't. So a rush. So a rush. I, th- I think so. Tass, you come out of the passage hidden behind the bed inside of the living quarters and make your way back into the break room and peek around into the hallway. Kim comes bursting through the door. And you see all dozen of the workers stop in unison, turn and face her, and start moving in her direction. Tass, you have just seen Kim bust into the forge and seen all of the workers of the forge turn in unison and begin to move towards her. Okay, I think I'm gonna pull out my thermal knife again and try to, as quickly and stealthily as I can run up on this group and start hacking off that stinger-like appendage. I beg your unbelievable pardon. What? So by this group, you mean like one at a time? Yes, yes, of course. Yeah, I I know I'll have to take this on one at a time. But All right. No, all all 12, one roll. That's what it sounded like. <laughs> he's going to throw the knife, but he's going to yeah, throw boomerang. it at an angle so that boomerangs around. Yep. Ping, 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 ping. So I think this is going to be an act under fire. You're going to get in. You're going to pull down the back of their shirt to show where the stinger is and carve it out. Yep. Ten. You are able to run in and grab the first one and jam this blade underneath the stinger, and you're able to cut it away from the base of the neck. This worker stops moving and collapses to the ground on their hands and knees and is simulating breathing, but they are not moving in unison with the rest of the group anymore. Kim, you have just come out of this room and you see Tass leap out from around the corner and seemingly stab one of these workers in the back of the neck to take them down. Megan and Jake have not come through the darkness with you. What are you doing? They are coming towards me. Like, they are in between me and Tass. Correct. And also in between me and the armory. Correct. Okay. Throw in a smoke bomb. (laughs) 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 Yes. (laughs) I have have a weapon that does zero harm, but it's useful. (laughs) Uh, And where are you going to go? I love the question. Let me refer to the map. Just hit the deck. Just throw the smoke bomb, lay flat, hope they all go past you. (laughs) Just crawl under the desk. So I think my goal here, I want to throw a smoke bomb and start kind of running to one of the perimeters of the forge. 
I saw Tass do something to one of these things next, and I don't I, I don't know what it was because I, I wasn't really at a good angle to see it. But I think my goal here is to use the smoke bomb to see if I can sneak up on another one of these and uh, pull its head off with my garrote. I don't know if that'll do the same thing that Tass was trying to do, but it, it could. <laughs> yeah. Roll and flick harm. Okay. That is a seven. All right. So you take one stress. And you are able to get around behind one of these workers and slip the garrote around their neck and give it a tug. It does not take the head clean off like it did with Dion. It gets stuck about halfway through and electricity shoots through the garrote uh, and you take one point of electric damage. Okay, I'm going to roll for my keepsake. Uh, That's a seven. I'm going to use my last hold uh, to turn that into a six. Okay. Ooh. So you take that one point of damage, and in the struggle, you feel the necklace come off and clatter to the ground. All right. Back inside the darkness, Megan and Jake, you have been stuck into your spot by whatever it is that is running out of Dion's sides. He's on the ceiling still and has turned to see where Kim has gone, but has now turned his attention back towards both of you. He looks down and titters again (laughs) and starts crawling over to the wall, down the wall, and onto the floor. What are you both doing? If I can see him, I'm taking a shot with my bow gun. Yeah, roll inflict harm. Ten. All right, so you can choose one additional effect. Oof, boy, I think I'm going to give an ally a plus one forward on their next roll. I think I'm taking a shot at this thing and giving Jake a chance to not be in its crosshairs. All right, and what damage does your bow do? One harm. Okay, and you take one stress. I'm also going to try to shoot Dion with my gamma gun. Yeah, roll inflict harm. Uh, 11. All right, choose your extra effect. I will do extra harm. All right, how much harm does your gamma gun do? Normally it does one, so two harm. Organic burning. You fire this gamma gun off at Dion, and it singes one of his legs, and he becomes transparent on reflex but you can still see like the corrosive burn on the skin so you can see like bubbling and smoke Um, so you still know where he is but he has just kind of done this out of reflex oh no he's got the invisibility cloak Tass uh so I'm kind of in a smoke cloud now too right (laughs) correct good 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 sorry um I think I'm I'm yelling out to her Kim there's a like a stinger thing at the base of their neck. You got to remove that. And I want to try to move towards another one and do the same thing. Yeah, act under fire, I think, with a minus one from the smoke. Yeah. I'm like an octopus. When I get afraid, I just... (laughs) She inks. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that brought me down to a 10. Nice. Uh, You are able to cut another one out, and this one kind of lays back into your arms. Adorable. Right. And I'll just... Sort of lightly set it down. Kim. So my garrote has the tag quick. Am I able to sort of tug this fully through this thing's neck? Yeah, I think this would be an act under fire to pull it the rest of the way through and decommission this one. Okay. That's a six. Hey, Rev, take two more hold and I'll bump that up to a mixed. Okay. So you can pull the garrote through this one, decommissioning it, but it's going to pin you for a minute as it falls backwards, so you're going to be stuck for a moment, or you're going to take a little bit of harm from the impact of of falling, or the smoke is going to dissipate and everyone in this room will kind of be in clear sight. 
it seems the most realistic considering my size that I'm probably pinned by this thing for a bit. Yeah, okay. It's it's just like having a really heavy body pillow. Like you're just on the ground. <laughs> that sounds great. Right? Megan. How far away is Dion? Or the charred parts of very, Dion's side that I can- very close. No, um- oh. We could feel his breath. Yeah, he's only a few feet away. Oh, well, I think I want to I wanna get myself out of this goop. All right. Act under fire to free yourself from this sticky trap that he has laid. Eight. So you'll be able to get out, but some of the workers are going to filter into this room to start helping him, or you're going to leave your shoes behind, um, so it's going to give you, like, a minus one on kind of movement-based things until you can get them back. Not her converse. Space converse, no. (laughs) Or you're going to take some damage from, like, using your hands to push yourself out and just kind of ripping... You know, ripping skin a little bit. Palms. Yeah. Oh, gross. Um, I love the idea of just running through this complex barefoot and like trying to take out a bunch of like scorpion monsters and robots with just my shoes hanging back in some goo till I can get them again. Uh, and where are you going? Are you you get out? Are you going backwards towards the elevator or forward towards the robot dance party? Now that you phrase it yeah, that way. Yeah, I don't think I have a choice anymore. There's smoke, there's lasers. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I'm not leaving yet, because I know that Jake's still, like, stuck. Yeah. But I want to get out of stinger range. Yeah, I just need to know which side oh, of the trap you're on. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, I'm just trying to unstick myself, and I think I'm, I'm staying closer towards the door where Kim went. Okay. Jake? I'm gonna try to shoot him again. Okay. Roll inflict harm. Boxcars. Nice. nice. What's your extra effect? I'm going to not take the stress this time. I'm, I'm getting up there. Yeah. So. You hit Dion with this gamma gun again, and he flickers back into full visibility. Part of his chin has melted away, um, and you can see that two of the legs are hanging limp at his side. Uh, but he makes a lunge at you, thrusting the stinger out. I mean, my feet are glued to the ground. Oh, my feet are glued to the ground. I'm going to use this opportunity to like Michael Jackson. Oh my gosh. Yes. Like lean forward out of the way of the stinger. <laughs> Just matrix your way completely backwards at the knees. <laughs> yep. Roll act under fire. Just really tighten that core. Eight. So you can avoid this damage. It seems like that's your your main goal here. No, it's just to look fucking rad. <laughs> okay, you can look rad. It's so dark in here, nobody can see. Nobody will ever know this happened but me. Okay, so you will look rad. <laughs> but. <laughs> but you're going to take full damage. <laughs> he lands on you as you've made yourself essentially a table. Yeah. Um, so you can avoid the damage from this stinger, but you're going to kind of sit backwards into the trap so that oh, now, now your butt is stuck. Or he's going to knock your weapon out of your hand, or he's going to turn his attention towards someone else. Who could that be? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe towards himself, just a little self-care. You know, I need to focus on me, Dion thinks. Take some time for yourself. <laughs> I will be disarmed. Yeah, you are able to lean back. You don't get yourself any more caught in the trap, but he is still focused on you. And that lashing tail knocks the gamma gun out of your hand. Tess? I assume, like, we're not far enough away that I can't hear him blasting and stuff, right? Correct. It's dark. Like, you just know that there is sound coming from a dark hallway. And every great once in a while, there's a burst of light. Uh, I think I'm, like, I realize that I am doing this the the opposite way of taking the head off of the snake. Like, (laughs) I'm doing this the long way. So I'm going to, I'm going to run towards the flashes of light. I think we'll act under fire to get through this room. Sure. 
11. Yeah, you were able to duck and weave around all of the workers and sprint into the darkness of the hallway. You almost collide directly into Megan. You can barely see her from the light that she has. Oh, thank God. Are you okay? Oh my gosh, Tess! Tess, you're okay! Yeah, where's Jake? Uh, somewhere over here, there's like... Dion is a scorpion thing, and... Yeah, he sure fucking is, and I am want to try to scan for him. We'll survey the scene. Okay. This might be my third eight in a row on survey the scene. All right, you get to hold one. Is there something important that I'm missing? You start to move your light around trying to get a sense of where Dion is, and it's actually your sense of smell at first that catches him. There is this caustic smell filling the area, and as you move your light over and move towards one of the walls, it gets stronger. He actually has his back to you. He is moving away from you all towards the elevator, but he is not aware that you have seen him yet. Oh, hell no, and I want to take a shot. All right, roll inflict harm. That's a five, but I don't want him to get away. I think I'm going to use an intuition. All right, what's your additional effect? I'm going to go plus one harm, which brings me up to four with the blast cannon. Whoa. Holy cow. You fire this blast cannon at Dion as he is moving down the hallway. Jake, you take one point of damage as Dion explodes and a bunch of acidic blood rains down on you. Uh, The good news is it eats away at this organic trap. I assume that defeats my armor. Yeah. Ah, beans. Can I get my shoes back then? (laughs) Are they free? (laughs) The acidic goo raining down destroys the trap holding your shoes as well. Kim, inside of the forge, all of the workers stop moving, and they all start to look around confused. Uh, I want to push the one that's on top of me, off of me, roll out from under, uh, and stand up and look at them. Do they see me? Do they care? They see you and they're confused. Is there something we can help you with? No, thank you. Not right now. Excuse me. And I want to leave and try to find my friends. One of them actually stops you. Pardon, pardon. Yes? Request to do group system diagnostics. Request denied. All right. So you head into the hallway. I'm rushing over to help Jake up. Did you get him? Yeah, I I think we got him, bud. Okay, good. Holy shit. What? What have I missed? Missed a lot. I'm assuming we missed a lot with you, huh? Yeah, Tass, what happened? I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have let them put you in that thing. You guys put me in that thing. I woke up in a sack of goo that tasted like pork rinds, and Uh. I had to, like, wiggle around. Oh, shit, I gotta back up. There's a telepath here. (gasps) What? There's, like, like an alien sort of species, and they're... Yeah, it was like this nice little little fella that kept talking about mom that's running the calm room and is monitoring everything. Like, they actually do have a living thing there, like, sort of running shit from wherever calms are. And this is, it was like her little son that, like, fell asleep or passed out or something. And because I was passed out, was in my freaking mind palace. And he was very kind. Okay. I don't even know how to process that right now. Yeah, but I don't know what's up with mom. The last mama we dealt with didn't go great. So who knows with this? But yeah, there's somebody there. Just him chilling. Mom is there running stuff, which again, no clue if that's good for us, bad for us or what. Anyway, so I I like I tried to follow him out of my dreamscape, I guess, and got launched into wakefulness in that sack. Came out of the room and here was old boy 
turned into this shit. I watched him put his head on upside down and backwards and creep around. Oh, yeah, that was me. I cut his head off the first time. Cool. And made my way through back, uh, you know, past all the, the stuff that we tried to get into earlier, the, the, the little break room, and there's just abandoned barracks back there. Completely, it's filled with dust, uh, but there's a hidden room, and I found one of the circles. I took it out. Oh, shit, what? so did we. Oh, hell yeah, okay. Where? Uh, in the product testing. They had those, uh, the pods that we saw from the tram. Yeah, yeah. The, the pods were set up in the circle, and, and oh. the scorpion creatures inside like had symbols on their chest, like they were the components, and I guess Jake made friends with a smuggler, and they took one of them, essentially fucking it up, so. Oh, so we so we did give some pirates some some aliens. We did. He assured me that they were for self-defense. Uh-huh. And I told him we'd be back if he did anything wrong, if he did anything bad, but then Kim was about to die, so we really kind of had to get out of there before I could put a lid on that whole thing. Okay, well, other point of interest, what did the other workers do? Did they chill once Dion went down? Yeah, yeah, they all just all stood up and seemed confused, and then they asked me if they could run group system diagnostics, and I told them no, so they Uh-oh. didn't. Okay, I mean, I can give you that. They have some, like, thing attached to their spines that I think Dion was using to, like, influence them. Well, oh. Maybe we should let them run their diagnostics so they can figure out more about that and tell us how it works or if we need to worry about it again or whatever. Oh, okay, sure. I just, I, I wasn't sure because these things were trying to kill me earlier, so I, oh. I didn't know if they just were going to, like, heal themselves and then start being all mean again. Yeah, I mean, Kim's right. They were being controlled by Dion, but they still work here. Yeah, I think what we're figuring out, though, is that the people that just work here just work here. (laughs) You know, I don't think they're exactly Nash troops. Okay, well, now I feel bad. Hold on one second, and I want to run back (laughs) into the forge. Yeah, I mean, I think I follow. (laughs) You come in, and all of the workers are collapsed on the ground. Um, There is the smell of burning electronics. You see that the stingers have all melted into that same acidic goo and burned through their spinal columns. Um, and as you come into the room, you see, Tass, where you have knocked those two to the ground, that there's burnt spots on the ground. It seems like this is, whatever this creature was, it was a fail-safe to kill whoever it attacked mm-hmm. if it were to die. Whoops. What about the ones that Tass cut it out of? They're both on the ground, uh, but unharmed except for the wound on their neck from where Tass had taken the stingers out. I want to go over to... The ones that don't have the burn spot in their neck. Mm. If these are robots, they're tech. Can I try and bring it back online? Yeah. Do you want to try to work on it here? Or are you going to try to take it back to the ship? Like, where do you want to try and repair this worker? I guess here. I mean, we'd have to take it all the way back. And we don't really know what benefit we're going to get from this anyway. And if I mess this up, I'll take the other one back to the ship. <laughs> I got two shots here, right? All right. Use or repair an advanced item. 13. Yeah. You are able to get it back online and awake. It sits up on the table. Is there anything I can assist you with? Uh, Can you tell me where the communications room is? Negative. Can you turn the oxygen back on? Affirmative. Thank you. Good call. And you hear all the air start to cycle up again. Do you have contact with any of your fellow workers? All workers offline. Seems like this one can only track what's going on like inside the forge. I mean, not to say that there are definitely more workers elsewhere in the facility, but it doesn't have communications and it's only reading the offline ones in here. Seems that way. Is there like 
a, a, another terminal in here. Is there a place in here that we can see, like, kind of the layout of this place again? Oh, yeah. Is there a map of the facility? Blueprints of each location can be found on the central computer in each location. A master blueprint can be found on the computer in the lobby. <laughs> Good. Can you list the locations that have their own maps within them? Product testing, the forge, the welcome center, the data center. Where is the nearest access to the data center? In the welcome center. Is there a way to access the maintenance shaft without using the terminal in the welcome center? Finding the quick release near the door. Okay. Do you have a name? Number five. No disassemble number five. Oh. Who runs the data center? It has been quite a while since I have been updated on the information in the larger network. At my last backup, Mari was in charge of the data center. When was your last backup? Three years, seven days, 11 hours. Oh, damn. When was the last order placed for Immortals? I do not know when the last order was placed, but I do know that we have been working on prototypes. My assumption would be that orders are continuing to come in. Hmm. Okay. I don't know if it's weird for a robot to say assumption. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, it seems like the third circle's probably in the data center. If we had one in product testing and one in the forge. Is that where you were, Taz? Were you in the forge? Oh, uh, wow. Yeah. So I guess I would kind of, uh, I think I just would lead them back there to show them that room. So like it, it's just sort of through this, like this lifts, there's a, like a hinged hatch and it just goes that direction. I walked, God, maybe a ha- half hour, I think. I mean, I wasn't sprinting or, I mean, I wasn't running it or anything, but. I mean, the walk back from, well, the jog back from product testing to the Welcome Center was about a half hour as well. Okay. I mean, yeah, if you guys were moving, then, you know, this this probably isn't as far as that. You know what I mean? Uh, but you do know, too, that the path you had to take to product testing was rounded instead of a straight line. We had to go further, but we're moving faster, so it evens out. Yeah. I mean, it's the only place we haven't been. And even if it's not in the data center, just like this, maybe there's some access point to finding it. I mean, if I was... a Betting man, I'd say that there's some way to get to it from the Welcome Center and that it's about a half hour away from it. (laughs) The Welcome Center might be the middle here. The Welcome Center might have that central circle in it. We might have been on top of it. Maybe. It is the hub of this place, so. God, I hate to think we might have to go outside. I mean, the the energy field is like a circular area around this, right? Oh, God. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It It could correlate. It might not. Outside kind of sucks. It didn't kill me, though. It was just very hot. Oof. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I say this is like a break room around here, right? Let's get something to eat and just take a second. I'm not feeling great. And it's it's been a lot. But we know that there's some access point from the Welcome Center. So we can try and make our way to the data center from there. But right now, I need to sit. Yeah. Well, I'll go get some of those bland, tasteless, delicious Protein carb bars. Yep. So as you all settle into the break room to have a snack, I think that brings us to the end of this crisis. All right. Well, welcome to the end of your first crisis. (laughs) Thanks for having me. I love it here. Thank you. All right. So first thing is everybody gets two points of experience. You also get two gear points. You also clear all stress. And then we have some questions. Does your connection with another spacer change? You can move it up or down by one based off of the experiences that you had with them. You know, even though it sort of went south in its own way, uh, I think mine with Kim would go up by one for the fact that she 
went in alone with all of those people while I was unconscious to, you know, obviously to try to get more information, but just that she was kind of soloing that while I was out. I think learning that would have uh, increased my opinion of her metal. Uh, yeah, I'm also going to increase uh, my stat with Tass by one. More so out of guilt, I think, for leaving him alone in a, in a situation that I realized was much more dire than I initially thought. I don't feel like any of mine would change. That honestly, like that felt pretty par for the course as far as our missions go. Yeah, I, I don't think you have to change anything and if you do change anything i think we have to like really reflect on the things that happened to us and is it good or bad so yeah i don't think you have to be forced to change it at all i think my connection with tass is gonna go down oh how come well because i made the direct decision to not accompany him to the med bay like, obviously, it was only going to be one of us, but I specifically said, I don't think it should be me. I thought I would have been of more use elsewhere, thinking that he was going to a med bay. And maybe if I had been around some of the tech stuff, it would have been more obvious. Mm. I, I don't know if I would have been more help, but I won't know. Yeah, no, I think that's good. Uh, and then there are some other questions. Um, and we'll go through these. You know what? Let's... Let's have some let's have some chatter on the table, eh? Yeah. Let's, let's show this shit off. <laughs> let's let's show it off. And this is a question for each of you. Uh, what was the most tense moment of the game? For me, it was that near miss of uh talking about the robot thing and having them all ready to freak out. Yeah. Like that was a scary moment for me sitting here at the table of oh, I almost messed up. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that was super stressful of just all of them freezing and being like, oh, no, no, no. And then task backtracking. Uh, I think for me, it was failing the role when we were in product testing and being on the battlefield and hearing one of the pods open. Yeah. Ooh. For me, making the decision to go out onto the surface of the planet, because like Rev paused and looked at me and was like, you don't know what's out there. And I'm like, <laughs> no, but I know what I'm running from. <laughs> You're like, oh, do I open it? And you look back and you see the Dion Scorpion and you're just like, got to get away from that. And you open it and you're instantly sucked into the vacuum of space. But you're like, still a better choice. <laughs> uh, I think my most tense moment was pretending to be a robot was just like, all right, well, I've got to gamble on how these people are going to react to this thing. And like watching your face. Yeah. Waiting for the reaction from that person. Yeah, I agree. That was that was that was a good moment. Um, What was the best moment? The horrible description of Dion, of transformed Dion. <laughs> Jesus. You all didn't even get to hear the description of Dion transforming. Ugh. Tass got that solo show. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, It was something. It was really something. Um, I, I mean, I think hands down it was that I got to hug my dog Zoe again. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to listen to that episode. Uh, I think Tass boomsticking Dion before he could escape. Yeah, I can talk about this now. Dion's dead. I don't know if you guys are. He was going to skitter away and get in the elevator and essentially like lay an egg clone. Get, oh, God. Get in our Gross. spaceship and fly it away. Back through the portal. <laughs> <laughs> the PT cruiser reappears in the <laughs> underground lair. That thing fucking comes out of it. I think my favorite moment was how seemingly effortlessly Jake figured out like an easy way to mar the circle in product testing by just having the smugglers just take this egg and like you still get what you want and I get what I want. And it's like, well, okay, sorted. Uh, what would anyone change, if anything? I'd stop failing my roles as much. Mm, that's a common one yeah, that I hear. Uh -huh. Yeah. 
I wish that the timeline in dealing with the pirates would have, I would have had a little bit more grace in that. Mm. I wish I would have had a little bit longer to like make sure or have time to convince them like nothing terrible is going to happen off this because now I, I frankly don't know. Yeah. Um, I think I would want the tram to have at least one loop or maybe a corkscrew. <laughs> <laughs> this is just like a general one. I think I just wish that I was a bit more genre savvy as to like this setting and the tropes that it's playing upon because like there are there are a lot of things that like are mentioned or that I am asked by characters and I just simply don't know what it means. Mm. Uh, what is everyone looking forward to next? Finding the next circle. <laughs> I want to hang out with Arky again. Yeah. I'm looking forward to meeting Arky. Yeah, I would like to meet Arky. I'm looking forward to maybe meeting a nice NPC in this world. Also, like, I mean, it seems like maybe their mom is running stuff and that might be bad. But if, like, number five doesn't seem just inherently bad or programmed to be bad, that maybe the mom's cool, too. And honestly, being in another world where I have, again, lost all my abilities that I'm used to, meeting another telepath would be really cool. Does anybody level up from their experience? I do. Ooh, what are you going to take? I also leveled up. What are you going to take? I'm going to take one of the other moves from my technician playbook. Which one? <laughs> it's called, I could have done that. You're competitive and nothing drives you like wanting to be the best. If another spacer gets a 10 plus on a tech roll in your presence, you gain a plus one forward on your next tech roll. Nice. Uh, I am going to take a field kit from one of the scientist variants. Um, so I'm going to take the field kit for the medic, and I get to pick three options for the field kit. I'm going with an advanced first aid kit, which is plus one tech when using first aid, a med quarter, plus one head when trying to survey the scene, and a small flask full, which is plus one heart when going through a stressful situation. All right, and in the way of gear points, we have Megan's workshop. We also have the armory that Tass placed in the forge. So I think the way you can use your gear points is anything on that list you can purchase or you can use the workshop to do upgrades to things that you currently have. And for some reason, the uh, the armory is just turned into a giant vending machine. <laughs> <laughs> we got to put in our quarters to get yes, anything off exactly. the wall. Exactly. Um, yeah, I think I would want to spend my points. Like I, I, I imagine it's like a whole bunch of pieces. You know, there's just little bits and pieces of this and that that they have to manipulate when they're putting them on the immortals right mm, yeah um so i'm just taking a couple of pieces uh and attaching them to my blast cannon so that it does an extra harm good lord yep that's a lot of harm it is that's a lot of harm well i got a taste for doing that for harm i just want to be able to do that static uh, anybody else going to use some gear points so i know you can only buy weapons that are within your plus hand bonus but does that mean that i can i upgrade beyond like my plus hand bonus like, I bought my Gamma Gun. It's within my plus hand stat. Can I add a harm to it? Or would that be like, okay, now you can't use it anymore? Yeah, I don't see why not. Uh, I'm going to add one harm to my Gamma Gun. So it'll be two harm now. Okay. You know, I love my Garot. I love my smoke bombs. I don't have a way to attack anyone if I'm not right in their face. So I'm going to spend my gear points to pick up a plasma pistol, which is one harm, versatile, quick. And the versatile tag means that it can be used at both close and far distances. All right. Also combines perfectly with a battle rifle. Noob special. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to add a tag to my bow gun. Okay. I'm going to do area of effect. I think this is like getting a, like essentially m the way that I have multiple bolts for a crossbow, 
it just shoots out in an area. It's okay. not just a one hit. Uh, so the area of effect tag targets an area or radius and affects everything within that area. It's like uh, the hunter in WoW. I, like She's just turning rapidly as she pulls the trigger and just th- 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 yeah. fires several that she arcs. Every shot is a clip <laughs> <laughs> that you have to put in of <laughs> crossbow bolts. Feeds, yeah, feeds several projectiles. <laughs> So we find all of you back inside of the ship. You have collected the things that were dropped along the way, shoes and necklaces. Uh, You have disposed of the body of Dion. Some of you are in very rough shape, but you do have the med bay. The med bay doesn't exactly say what that does. I think what we can talk about as a group that, you know, you have the first aid rule. First aid can be used on light and moderate things. I think with the addition of the med bay, you can either put yourself in the med bay and just know you're going to be there for a while and heal up fully, or you can roll first aid with a bonus and be able to heal additional with the help of the med bay. Do we know how much additionally? Probably three on a full success, two on a mixed. Okay. And we have to heal each other, right? I think the med bay can also remove that. If you want to do it yourself, you can use the med bay to, to heal yourself. Or if you feel more comfortable with someone else trying it, then that's okay too. I have a minus two tech. These are not a surgeon's hands. I want someone else to do that for me. <laughs> These are smoke bomb throwing hands. Yep. <laughs> I'm happy to heal up anybody who needs it. And now with my medic kit, I've got a plus three to that roll. So. Okay. Yeah, I'm at a plus two so I can help out as well if people need. Should we take care of you first so that you can then help other people? Because aren't you in pretty rough shape? I'm at four harm. Yeah. If somebody wants to patch me up. Sure. 11. All right, so that'll bump you up by three with the use of the med bay. All right, I'm back to where I was when we landed. One arm. <laughs> Perfect. I had one before we ever touched down Set planet side. this world. I'm not in too bad a shape. I, I essentially just need somebody to like squeegee my lungs and I'll be all right. I'm hurt pretty badly. All right, I'll do Kim first. Boxcars. Thank you. All right, so that bumps you up by three as well. That brings me back up to full. Tass. <laughs> Snake eyes. No. <laughs> the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. <laughs> it's like, how many times do I have to make Tass pass out before you just let him go? I mean, on the plus side, on a miss, you only cause him grave harm. I assume I can't assist him in this. In first aiding yourself? Yeah. Right. No, no, here, cut here. <laughs> Can I Why are you cutting? This? Yeah, you can try to assist this. I've got to cut open your lungs to get the goop out. I've got, I got to get the squeegee in there somehow. You said seven. Okay, oh. that gets me to a seven. All right, so Tass, you heal two. All right, now let's see what happens for Megan when she can't help me. Uh, Ten. Cool. I only had the one harm, so. Booyah. Thank you, medic kit. Thank you, med bay. It probably takes two hours to do all of this healing. Um, What are you doing after... You've taken the time to heal everyone in the med bay. Well, I mean, we definitely need to make our way to the data center at some point. Yeah. Um. Can we, like, do we have chalk or something? Can we, like, draw a little map here on the floor or something of this whole situation and try to, like, look spatially where we're going to this data center? Because it occurs to me there's at least one thing out there that might be a problem that we haven't seen yet. What do you mean? Yeah. I go grab some chalk from my workroom. Okay, so if here is where you all got rid of that egg or whatever, right? That was a big, like the main big circle made out of these pods. Yes? 
Yeah, that was like the whole battleground product testing gladiator arena. And like all of the creatures, immortals, whatever, in those pods had like the symbol thing in their chest. Okay, so over here, we got the forge. We have these little rooms past it and where there are these old barracks where I found this hole literally like dug out by hand into the earth. I was walking maybe a half hour, right? And all I found was, well, Jake, it was kind of like the base circle that was siphoning energy from the ley line under the Halifax. Okay. So that was just the little one. That wasn't the big connector, you know, like like the ones on the roofs that all connected all three of Anastasia's circles to, you know, power the whole thing or connect the whole thing. Like, I, I, I never found that. I never found what the big thing that would match the pod circle could be. I have to assume that was above it somewhere. I see. So we don't know what creature or what aspect Nash was using for that third of the spell. Exactly. But we have at least still ruined that, right? We don't have to ruin the pair as long as we mess up one of them, the the relay, so to speak, that whole segment is down. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, this very clearly went down. Okay. But that doesn't mean whatever was in there to, uh, you know, fuel the triangle isn't still out and about. Yeah, I don't know why it had sort of slipped my mind that like each of these was going to have a nightmare within it because I think I got so hung up on the fact that this is a planet with a factory for making nightmares that I was just like, (laughs) well, surely that's the one. That's the only one. (laughs) So when you say that this thing might be loose, does that mean that while this circle was intact, the creature or whatever it was, was like sealed inside of that circle? And now that we marred that rune, it's loose? Yes. For example, if you've read the files about our Soulbat friend, oh yeah, you know that thing was contained in the Halifax. You know, it didn't make its way out even at night, and we had to kind of assume and do a little research to construe that. Yes, that's kind of how it works. So when we go to the data center, that's probably where our third circle is going to be, right? Sure, hope so. So are we going to be looking for a big circle with a nightmare in it, or a small circle with a nightmare in it, or? Maybe not a nightmare because you've said like they don't necessarily have to have a thing in them, right? Like a creature, just something that's giving it power. I mean, this ritual is to rip powers from creatures. So one of the circles in each corner is going to have a thing in it. And if we can assume that the one that we took out in product testing was the one that had a creature in it, then we can also assume that the one on the same level as that, wherever Tass was, also does. Okay, so big circle with another creature in it. That's what we got to look out for. Yeah. God, that's terrible because the one we took out was big enough to house many, 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 many creatures all at once. So I wonder if this other one has something enormous in it. Well, that creature you talked to, Tass, you said had telepathy. Yeah. And its mom works in the data collections with like communications and stuff. Maybe she has telepathy too. That seems like an ability that Nash might try to rip from something, right? I mean, it's possible, yeah. Um, I don't know if it's like a trait of these aliens and they all have it, or if this is just a thing that Arky had or what. There is a loud noise, and the whole ship rocks to its side. Oh, shit! Whoa! Is there like a... Do we have viewing windows on the sides of the ship? Like, can I go see what just hit the side that would have rocked us? Uh, From the side, you don't see anything. What the fuck was that? I want to look at like the readouts on the ship and see like if it says anything. It just shows that there has been a physical impact on the ship. I'm going to grab my blast cannon and head up 
to the cockpit? Yeah, as you make your way to the front of the ship and into the cockpit, the giant picture window in front of you is filled with a large six-legged gray creature. It kind of looks like a bulldog on some level. It's 20 feet high, and it has multiple eyes, and it is drooling. It slams its paw down on the ground again, and the ship shudders. In your head, you all hear, Get out! The Crit Show is a Crit Show Studios production, edited and produced by Brandon Wentz, with music by Jake Purley. You can find more information about us at thecritshowpodcast.com. To keep up to date with upcoming live shows, contests, and other special events, follow us at The Crit Show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For even more weekly content, join us at patreon.com slash thecritshow. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Meet Pia Casely, a journalist with a nose for a good story. Did you know who the last person to interview Julie Capsum was? Me. Meet Brenda Bentley, a dogged detective with a case she can't let go. Nobody came closer than I did, and that's why I was kicked off the force. Together, they solve the cold cases no one else can. That's when things got weird. And we haven't even gotten to the torso yet. If they don't kill each other first, that is. Well, you've got another thing coming. You know, I think it's you've got another thing coming. Or perhaps there's something else between them. Well, if the feeling's mutual, call it a mutual feeling. Arden. A podcast about crime, romance, and everything else. Season 1 and 2 now available. Brought to you by Wayface Industries. The good people.